0: Welcome to House of Hoops, episode 14. It's May 18th, 2020. Thank you for listening. I'm your host, Jeff Hausman, lifelong follower of the NBA. Today on the show, I got Laddie in studio. Woo! (laughs) You like that? What up, Laddie? Laddie Laddie's the host of Laddie Lucky and Hope in the Morning on Q107.5. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. On the phone, I've got Bo Brady. Hey now. <laughs> hey, Bo. <laughs> Bo's a good longtime friend of mine. And we're going to try to have some fun today. Thanks for listening again. today's show we've got not much in the way of nba news we got the jordan documentary we got a hausman movie review we're gonna see what bo's been up to bo we missed you last week
1: yeah sorry i couldn't make it
2: oh
0: glad to have you this week last week me and laddie we made some promises we probably can't keep <laughs> we said we were gonna make some lists We said we were going to do these things and the other things, but I'm interested to know, have you gotten any better at playing uh, NBA 2K?
3: Um, (laughs) No. Well, I'm doing like the career mode now. Okay. You know, we're like, I have my own character. So, yeah. You play the game differently that way.
0: Yeah. You've gone away from the... uh, Getting my butt whooped by 12-year-olds? Yep. Yeah, the online. (laughs) All right. That's fine. I was just curious.
3: (laughs) That's what's happening in the sporting world.
0: Yeah. I haven't seen anything in, really in the NBA this, this week. Uh, maybe I missed it. I asked Bo. Bo, you haven't seen anything either?
1: As far as NBA news? Yeah. Uh, well, they started letting players into their in the practice facility on limited basis. That's right. Um, I also saw Justice Winslow tweeted out today asking about a place, someone to get a tattoo from in Miami. <laughs> So so now all we gotta do is get him back in Memphis to infect everybody with COVID nineteen on the Grizzlies and
0: <laughs> what's he doing in Miami?
1: Well I guess he probably I'm assuming he still owns his house there.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: i Harold look it up on whitepages.com and get back to you guys in a second.
0: <laughs> he's probably been down there the whole time, I guess, huh? Maybe he's got a gym there.
1: He owns a house.
0: Yeah. He got
1: what is he got traded and the season was uh, Put yeah. on hold two weeks later. so
0: Yeah. I worry about him coming back in shape. Who? For, for the Grizzlies. Justice Winslet. Justice, yeah. Well, only time will tell on that. And they're going to give these guys plenty of time to get back into shape if and when they resume play. A little more on that up later here. I have a movie review from the week. Let's see. I think it was Tuesday. I watched a movie called Arkansas. I don't know. Have you heard of it? Sweet. It's a movie about drug running in Arkansas. And I don't know if you know who Clark Duke is. He's the kid from Hot Tub Time Machine, the little chubby guy. Yeah. Yeah. He directed it. Oh, wow. Yeah. I think it's his directorial debut. Uh, let's see. I think it came out in March. It's a uh, rated R. It's a thriller crime movie. The, it stars Vince Vaughn, Clark Duke. That's- Liam Hemsworth, and some more people like John Mark Malkovich was in it. I thought it was good. I, I enjoyed it. It was good sound and visual. thought it was a good movie. I enjoyed it a lot. Arkansas. Yeah, maybe some of it was... I was partial to it because some of it takes place in, like, West Memphis, Hot Springs. I think it was Hot Springs. I don't remember. Vince Vaughn's character, he plays, you know, the... um likable villain role. Nice. He played it really well. I thought it was good. He plays just um, some guy from Arkansas. Like, gets in a drug running. Basically, because the opportunity just presents itself to him. So, he just kind of leans into it. <laughs> yeah. He's running like a, I don't know if it's a pawn shop or a thrift store. I don't know what it was. But all of a sudden, he starts slinging bootleg tapes back in the 90s. And then he starts slinging drugs and it kind of spirals into him like running this, running this drug outfit. I thought it was good. Good, good sound. Good visual. Mm -hmm. It was cool. I enjoyed it a lot. It's kind of like a retro movie because it it has flashbacks and it takes place in current day. Right. But also has like these cool eighties flashbacks. That's cool. So I would recommend it. Let's see, this week on TV they had the, uh, we had the last dance, I watched that, and I also watched the golf tournament yesterday on Sunday with Ricky Fowler, Matthew Wolf, Roy McElroy, and Dustin Johnson. So those are big time names, they were trying to raise money for COVID-19, I think they ended up raising just over 5.5 million dollars which is pretty good yeah they had a bunch of cool like long drive contests for extra money i didn't see the ending of it but it was fun to see it was fun to watch live sports what else uh, was on tv laddie you said you watched some nascar
3: yeah just because it was on and just because i'm not a nascar fan or anything but i was just kind of <laughs> but i was watching like oh okay it's on and i see how it was doing you know i just think yesterday was a huge day in sports. I think it was just a huge, huge day with the golf, with yeah. the NASCAR. Yeah. It's just kind of lending to things. And yeah. right before a lot of those events happened, they showed highlights of soccer games without fans that's going on overseas. They also showed baseball games with no fans overseas. Okay. So it's kind of just showing like, well, this is happening in this country. This is happening in this country. And this is what we got in America. Mm-hmm. So it kind of looks like,
0: yeah, things are kind of leaning that way. Right. Yeah, uh, we mentioned last week that the NFL put their schedule out <clears throat> and didn't say anything about any kind of like hesitation to restart or anything. Right. The NFL is probably looking to kick it off in September, I think, is when they start. Really? Yeah, I think so. Am I wrong? I think it's September. Major League Baseball is probably next. It's all about money, too. You yeah. Know.
3: And we talked about this, I think, last week or the week before whatever. But it was just talking about how much money the fans put in when you go to the game with all the concessions, all the merch, and how much money they're going to be losing. Like 40% of their revenue is they're going to be losing. But
0: something's Mm -hmm. better than nothing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. Bo, did you catch any of that golf or NASCAR yesterday?
1: (laughs) I flipped on the TV for a few seconds, and Trump was on talking about – he was being interviewed by Mike Tarico about oh, the golf. Yeah.
0: yeah, that was And I, I was like, okay, i got to
1: turn this shit off. I can't listen to this.
0: <laughs> you didn't listen to that just out of sheer curiosity?
1: I did. It's just uh, – I, I, I have no comment on, on that. But it was
4: <laughs> –
0: <laughs> Be it, nice to give you $1,200. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm just kidding. It was pretty interesting. I thought it was interesting to hear him talk uh, on uh, – you know, he was trying to just talk about golf, I think. But he definitely started – He has no choice but to get political about it. Yeah.
1: Well, he's trying to get reelected. He just was saying, oh, we're going to have fans on top of fans. Uh, No masks. Because that's what we do as Americans. This is our normal.
0: And it's just just like, dude.
1: He also was saying, oh, we're definitely going to have a cure and a vaccine. It's
0: like, come on. Yeah. It was a publicity stunt for him. He looks at it as publicity
1: yeah, I'm really. If you could give Mike Tarico true serum during the interview, I wonder how
0: that how that would have gone. Yeah, who knows? It was interesting to watch that, though. I watched it for a good bit just because I was so hungry for the live sports aspect of it. It was different. I think they were kind of showing that they could play responsibly and play without fans. So, Ricky Fowler at one point gestured to the gallery that didn't exist after he made a putt or something. That was pretty funny. You know, he's celebrating to nobody. I think they were trying to set an example. Maybe see if any negative feedback comes back, see the reactions. It was great because it was all just for charity. Right. So it's hard to get mad at that. Even if you're against the situation, people, continuing to play you know, sports when all this craziness is going on. They caddied for themselves, carried their own bags, which was weird. Some of those guys, like Dustin Johnson said that he hadn't played golf in like 40 days or something. So there was definitely some rust. Yeah. Like these guys are just out there kind of getting back into the groove. Bill Murray was on there for a minute. He was funny. It was hard because there was like a – Delay, I think, in the audio. So they were kind of talking over each other a little bit. It was hard to get a good flow in that conversation. But, you know, Bill Murray Murray is a big golf guy. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
0: I don't know. That's really all I took away from that. It was was fun to watch live sports. I didn't see any of the NASCAR. I didn't
3: watch much of it either. I just knew that Ryan Newman guy. He got in a bad wreck last time he raced. And then they brought him back. And then, of course, they went and racing in front of nobody, but other than that, it was the fact that it was going on. I think it was really cool, and uh, they figure out, hey, guess what? Like, you can still make money off TV revenue, and people will still be interested, so.
0: Yeah, I mean, in some respect, life does have to go on. It kind of, watching golf and knowing about the NASCAR, and UFC's been going for a little while, it kind of got me thinking about a possibility of an NBA restart. Obviously, no decisions have been made. Nobody really knows if it'll happen. But if it does, I kind of tried to map out what it could be. If they make a decision next month to play, and they want to start next season on Christmas of this year, that only gives us from, let's say, June to December to finish the season they have. Let's go back and reflect. March 11th, 2020, the season was postponed. It was that Pelicans-Kings game that we talked about a couple episodes ago. It gets canceled. So now it's May, and then in June, they can make a decision. Let's say they make a decision to play. Then they have to do some kind of training camp for three to four weeks. So that puts you into, let's say, July, somewhere in July. Okay, then maybe they play 10 games. How long does it take to play 10 games? Three or four weeks? All right. That puts you into, let's say, the middle of August or somewhere in the middle of August to end the regular season. So then you have to start the playoffs. Let's say they take a couple days off, start the playoffs at the end of August somewhere, somewhere in the 20s. Let's just guess. All right, that gives you two weeks of August and September and October to have the playoffs. And I don't know if those are shortened playoffs, maybe best of five in the first round, I don't know. And then they have November and the beginning of December to have like an off-season, so six weeks maybe. They could do the draft lottery while the playoffs are going on, and then in November have the draft and free agency. I got six weeks. I think six weeks is enough time to fill out your roster, and then maybe they get like a week or two off, and they start on the, in Christmas. So that's kind of what I came up with. I'm not really sure. You know, I don't know. I just thought it would be fun to kind of speculate on it. Any thoughts?
1: I I think that the timeline that that adds up. I think that they can also condense the schedule a little bit if they're not traveling if mm-hmm. they do it in Orlando or something like that hmm. uh, the,
0: so
1: you, the, the guy the guys will have you know they don't have to fly they'll be able to just go to the room and go to sleep at, after the game or whatever
0: yeah, but do you recovery
1: want, will be a lot easier
0: yeah do you want them playing more than three games a week though like uh, coming off of not playing for what's it been four months and then they get a little bit of training camp. I don't know if you want to jumble up a whole bunch of games right off the bat. You're going to have blown hamstrings, Mm -hmm. blown Achilles. Well, how much –
1: what's a normal – on a normal playoff week, how many games will they play during the playoffs?
0: Three, probably, max?
3: uh, Yeah, I think so. Because they have to have a game on Monday, game on Wednesday, travel Thursday, Friday, and play Saturday.
1: Well, I guess they could – the first round, they could have it fairly – Condensed and back to back for, not for every, for the you know the different matchups. Yeah, they could they could get a, a several games in pretty quick for the first round, and then as you know you got into the conference finals, then things would slow down. Obviously,
0: yeah. So maybe that gives them a little more off season, <clears throat> a little more off season.
1: I'd be surprised if they did. They didn't do seven game series if they went straight to the playoffs just for the revenue.
0: Yeah.
3: I heard that they have to play X amount of games during a season. I, I, I don't know. This is just hearsay, but somebody told me they had to play X amount of games. So they have to play like seven or eight more games out of like 17 or 20 that they have left. Mm. And then for like TV money or something. So
1: mm-hmm. they yeah, there's, a TV, there's a TV contract thing. I think it's 71 games. They yeah. have to reach to get their full TV money. Well, you mm-hmm. know, they're
0: going to do that. So that's like basically
3: saying now each team has like seven games left pretty much. So let's say they play that, and then they do the – I mean, I don't know. I, I, yeah. If
0: if I'm a playoff team, I want to have a look, some games before the playoffs.
3: And if I'm a playoff team, I'm going to want the best out of seven. Yeah. I'm not going to try to, like, lower my chances to get to the finals, you know. Yeah. If I'm in there, I'm going to get in there to win it.
0: I think it's exciting. I really
1: can't wait to to have the Cavaliers and the Pistons face off again. <laughs>
0: Yeah, but they gotta play, don't they? You can't just say non-contending teams, I guess maybe a playoff eliminated team. <laughs> no, they gotta play, right?
1: It de- Well, it just depends on what they agree on.
0: Yeah. Maybe teams could opt out. It also gives like brings me to another thought I had that was, I wonder if players could choose to not play, choose to sit like almost like a holdout.
1: Well, Joe Ingles put out something saying that he's not going to report to the training facility because his wife is pregnant and then he's still not sure if he's going to play this year. Yeah. Uh, It kind of implied that.
0: But, like, what if you're a high-paid player and it comes back that you have to take less money and we're going to finish the season?
3: That's exactly what they're going to have to do, probably. uh,
0: What high-paid player says, no,
3: Well,
0: I signed a contract. Blake Griffin. Blake Griffin, yeah.
3: No, seriously, I mean, like, that's a big deal. That's a big deal. If they come back and say, well, we're going to pay you less money. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like you don't have to play because you signed a contract and they're not putting up their part of the bargain. But then again, in that contract, you said you're going to play.
0: Yeah. So it's
3: kind of like, you know, maybe they pay you half and then they pay you on the back end, you know? Go ahead and just get some money right now, but get your money later on.
0: Yeah, maybe there could be like a back pay system in the future where you get your money. Because if that's the case, we're going to be watching D, uh, G League players
3: play in the NBA Finals. <laughs> Seriously, I mean, just getting to the point, of like, all right, well, we need players. Those dudes would be like, all right, I'm in. Yeah. You know, you're not paying them anything already. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there could
0: be a bunch of call-ups. Yeah. But I think that's a small percentage of players that would actually not play. It would be veteran players, probably. Right. Big money veteran players on loser teams. Yeah. Blake Griffin's a perfect example to me, but I wonder. Just something to think about. I don't know. Right. I don't have any information. It's something that... Kevin Durant,
3: I'll, probably he wouldn't play.
0: Yeah, Maybe well, if he's healthy. not going to play anyway. Well, Him and right. Kyrie already said they're not playing this year. Yeah. So that's two more. Yeah. And I, of course, yeah. I mean, you could have guys... That I can see Russell all of a Westbrook. sudden have, I'm using air quotes injuries. All of a sudden, uh, I can't play. I can see Russell Westbrook doing that, be like, ah, good, I'm I'm good, I'm not I'm not playing. Well, they got a shot at the title though.
1: They do definitely.
0: Yeah, you never know. Yeah, um, I think he would play. I think if you're on a good team like Steph Curry, he's not he's not gonna come back and play no. ten games.
2: No,
0: uh-uh. probably Draymond doesn't play either. Yeah, they just throw out some scrubs, throw out some B team. <laughs> uh, who gives a damn, right? I don't know. There's, these are some interesting things that I want to keep an eye on going forward because I think we're going to get a decision next month. Just based on what I've been hearing around the league, it looks like next month we're going to know. I, I I think
3: so too. I agree.
0: What they're either they're going to be forced to make a decision. Because they're running out of time, it's, the clock is ticking here to finish this season. I mean, it really is. I don't know if they can wait till July to decide and then do four weeks of training camp.
3: It's just they they just don't want to they don't want to pull the plug. So it just kinda, it's just everything's in limbo. Yeah. It's like if we pull the plug, then we're all in trouble. Then well, not in trouble, but like just a lot of money is involved and people aren't going to be getting paid. And I mean,
0: I, I don't know if lawsuits are involved and in all that. And just and then everything's up in the air. Any uh, any other thoughts on your end, Bo?
1: No. Yeah, we're 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 in, still in that holding pattern, and we'll see what the, you know how the others like the how the German soccer league does. Yeah. Uh, we'll we'll just start, I think they're in the still in the data data gathering stage.
0: Yeah, I had a thought on Friday that uh, a great fundraiser for COVID nineteen would be like a. Uh, a golf tournament involving former and current NBA players. I would watch that. You get my, you get Michael Jordan out there. Steph Curry. I know there's a lot of guys. J.R. Smith plays golf. Weirdly enough. Yeah. Uh, I think there's a lot of NBA players that play golf. Penny. Yeah. Penny. Penny's a player. You get all these guys together, have a fundraiser. Who's not tuning into that? Right. I want to see how they stack up. Maybe throw a couple PGA pros in there just to juice it up a little bit. <laughs> you know, so you can compare. Yeah. For a comp on how good the NBA players are compared to the PGA players. What do you think of that idea, Bo? Would you watch if that? That's all, uh,
1: probably not, but.
0: Uh, <laughs> this guy, I, only the
1: only live sports I really watch is basketball. Yeah, I'm, I don't know. I mean, I, I would probably maybe watch some highlights on it, but golf and TV doesn't do it for me. Like it does for you guys.
0: Yeah. I know you're a lot busier than I am too. Probably. I mean, I have a job, but you have three kids.
3: He's got three jobs,
0: <laughs> three jobs. at the three same. Sm-
1: well, they're just three small kids. You can't turn the TV on in the middle of the day and expect to watch something. They'll just get pissed. And
0: I don't know, yeah, man. No,
1: I don't want to watch that.
0: Guessing you're still holding out on the last dance.
1: Yeah, I haven't watched it yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Well, it's over now, so whenever you're ready. <laughs> Shit, man. <laughs> uh, this last episode, the last two episodes were last night, Sunday. There was a lot of comedy involved. Laddie, you said you watched them. Yes, I did. All right. Any parts that stood out to you?
3: I finished today. It was all right, man. Like, I don't know. It's, it's got plus and minuses to it. There was just the one thing I... I I think we kind of talked about this outside, dude. Just the ending was
0: weak. It was kind of soft. I don't know. I was expect maybe expectations were too high. Maybe they had to throw it together and just come to an ending. That's what it felt like, but I don't know. Right. There was some funny parts. Like, uh, I really enjoyed after they win the 98 championship and uh, Jordan is just celebrating. He is full on celebration. Dennis Rodman talks about going and doing all kinds of illegal drugs. He's just saying it openly. Sure. The part when Michael Jordan was playing the piano was hilarious. I guess they go up to a a hotel, like a penthouse hotel room, and there's just people everywhere. They're just partying, having some drinks. And Jordan sits down and starts banging away at the keys. (laughs) Like, he doesn't know how to play. I just busted out laughing hysterically. (laughs) like that's exactly what i would do a little buzzed, right start you see a piano you go sit down at that piano and you start pretending to play piano <laughs> <laughs> because sure. pe- every all eyes are on you like everybody's entertained by it you know here's the one thing i took away from
3: it and i just i don't want to say this like in a negative way but it's going to come off way negative is that i didn't like the fact that they glorified what dennis rodman did and they didn't invert they inadvertently glorified it but they made they they talked about it the fact that he would leave the go in the vacation in the middle of the middle of the vacation in the middle of the season oh, and yeah. then all of a sudden he takes a couple of days off or he's going to go beyond nitro or beyond with WWE or whatever with Hulk Hogan and all that like people are going to look at that and they're going to try to imitate that i don't know yeah I, I you know in the fact that he shows up saying well you know Phil let me do it. he knows i need this so he lets me do it I, and i'm good on the court like yeah but like what if something happened where you weren't able to make it back on the court? Yeah. You know, what if something happened to where whatever you end up getting arrested or you ended up getting hurt? What if he's in there and someone hits him with a steel chair in the back, you know, and then all of a sudden he tweaks something he can't play. Like, Uh, I I think that's selfishness. Yeah. And I think there's certain players out that right now may look at that and be like, you know what? Well, I I can do what I want. He did what he want. I can do what I want. So I'm going to go try that stuff. And I don't know if it's going to work or not, but I mean, it's kind of like, you know, I don't think they should have showed that they should. They did to show it, it happened, but I just don't think they should have put it out like that.
0: I don't know if they were glorifying it or if they're just documenting it and no, you're showing right. that it happened, that that was not what anybody else was doing. Right. No, you're you're, you're, right. you're but right. You're right. Like when he's riding around on motorcycles in Las Vegas, that's high risk. He's drinking, riding motorcycles down the strip.
3: I mean, they said, <laughs> this is this is so dumb, but Lance Berkman was a baseball player for the Houston Astros. And his contract is you can't do any other activity while you're under contract. Yeah. This fool plays church softball and he steps in a hole accidentally and twists his ankle and he basically broke it. Mm-hmm. And he, he was out for like four or five months. You're a professional athlete, you know? And, and so w- what happened with that? Yeah. But what happened with that? Well, the team's like, You know, what are you doing, man? I mean, like, you're supposed to be part of this. Now, granted, it's a whole different story, a whole different deal. But still, it's kind of worse. Where are you at? Man, I'm going to go get liquored up and go uh, play wrestling for a little bit. You want to come join me?
0: Yeah, it's weird. Uh, I think Dennis Rodman was kind of looking at life after basketball already. I don't know. Dennis Rodman was a different dude, man. Right. He played by the beat of his own drum. I I mean, maybe it's the way that Phil worked, dude. I don't know. Maybe this is the way that he was kind of like all right, well,
3: if I'm not going to come too hard on you, then you're going to give me the best when you come back. Yeah. So he's has like
0: a long leash. That's a good point. You did get production out of Rodman. Yeah, maybe he could have been more.
3: Hey, guys, Dennis Rodman's gone. We may or may not get him back, but uh, just to let you know he'll be back later on. Like, if I was if I was on the team, I'd be, man, hey, fuck this guy. Yeah. You know, like, sit him out. Sit him out. Because then all of a sudden you work your ass off, you don't do what he did, and then you're still the bench guy. Now, granted, you may not be as good as Dennis Rodman. That's a fact, but still,
0: it's it's. it's well, that's part of it too—is managing the egos, and
2: there
3: has to be some type of accountability to a point. Yeah. And I don't know. And it looks like Phil's just kind of like, eh,
0: go ahead. Yeah, I mean, that's the beauty of Phil is he was able to pull all that together, all that distraction and all that bullshit. He was able to right. pull that together and win championships. I guess that comes with the territory. You sign a guy like Dennis Rodman, you're like you, you're now you're you're handling that, like that comes with the territory. I think if a guy pulled that in today's NBA, you know, teams would never touch him. It's too much at stake. Yeah. Oh wow, Bo, were you a
3: big Dennis Rodman fan?
1: Uh, I I I'd like to watch his highlights now and again. And back when he was playing, it was entertaining.
0: Yeah, he was the wild card for sure. Like, I, I remember watching those games it was a long time ago, but I remember watching them and I we spoke on this already at some point, but you you were just kinda like worried. Like if he had the ball, you were like, What is he gonna do? Please don't fuck up. Well, right. Uh, or don't get kicked out of the game and jeopardize the situation. Don't compromise the team by doing something silly and getting thrown out of the game.
3: You know, that's, that's, that's kind of like I, – I don't, I don't want to say it because I'm staring at him right now and I love him to death, but kind of like T.A. in a way. You know, Tony Allen. He's going to play that yeah. defense, but then all of a sudden he gets that ball. It's either he's going to throw it away or he's going to – something's going to
0: happen. It's a wild card.
3: Right. Mm-hmm. You want that hustler on your team.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I enjoyed watching it. I thought it was good.
3: It gave me motivation, though, I'll tell you that. I walked into my office and I told my boss I'm going to Vegas and you can suck it. And he was like, "Well, you'll be fired." And I was like, "Okay, never mind." Yeah, no, I'm cool. <laughs> no, I'm cool. I get to work.
0: It is motivating. There was a quote at the end of the documentary where Jordan says, "One little match to start the whole fire." What he's referencing is himself as the match. All it takes is one little match to start a fire and. That Bulls team was garbage before he got there. He, you could say, single-handedly turned that organization around. I was kind of curious, what other players in the NBA now would you say could be a match that starts fires? John Morant. <laughs> John Morant, maybe, like in the future. No, yeah, but he he's that guy who... I don't know if he's a match yet. I don't know. John I don't R-
1: know. They were terrible last year.
0: Yeah. And now they're in the playoffs. They are, but they're they've way exceeded expectations. Yeah, maybe he is a match. Maybe he's an Iverson. Maybe he's a Westbrook. Yeah, you could be right. John Morant could be the truth. He could be the answer. He could be everything. Uh, what's another one? Well, Luca. Luca, good Luka, answer for sure. I like that. Luca is definitely a different. We're just maker. going
1: young players.
0: Well, guys that are just. Hungry. Trey Young. And
1: Jimmy Butler.
0: Jimmy Butler's one I had on my list. I don't like Jimmy Butler.
3: Um, I don't like it. I don't, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I'm just indifferent on that guy. And quite Leonard. I think they're great players. Don't get me wrong. They're great, great players. I think their attitudes are garbage.
0: Well, I mean, that's kind of part of it. You could say the same thing about MJ. True. What I'm looking for is guys that, Fuel the fire. They make other players on the team better.
1: Steph Curry, LeBron James, Chris Paul,
0: Dante Graham. What's his name? Graham out of Devonte uh, Graham. Graham. I like that dude. Oh, I, yeah, he could be that type of player. I'm not sure. I think I don't, it's. I, don't, I think it's too early. Yeah, I would. I need to watch him more. But the way I that he get came to know him more.
3: But the way that he came out, and all of a sudden they said, "You know what, Terry Rozier is gonna. He's gonna be our guard." And this dude goes, "Nah, I got it." I got it, and then he goes out there and outshines the dude. Mm-hmm. That's a good problem to have, mm-hmm. and I, I think he just ha- I think
0: he just has that fire. Let's see who else did. Uh, who else did you say, Bo? Uh,
1: I said Chris Paul, LeBron James. Okay. There's somebody else. I oh, Curry. Obviously, Steph Curry. Yep,
0: Curry was on my list. Uh, you could say
1: Durant, but we haven't really seen Durant on his own. I don't
0: see him as that fire igniter. He's a hell of a player, and he's a robot-like. Kyle Lowry. Um, Yeah, okay. I, I mean, he, a, won a, he,
3: he won a ring, but I, I love Kyle Lowry. That dude will get out there and work. You know that he's giving 110% every time he hits the floor. I'll give you that.
0: I got two that you guys haven't ma- named. Uh, Russell Westbrook. Yes. And Damian Lillard. Love Lillard. I put a little thought, in, uh, not much thought into this, but a little bit, and those were two guys that were on the top of my list as guys that really can change a culture and bring a team around by themselves. You can say Westbrook's numbers aren't great, but, dude, the way that guy plays and the attitude he has, I love it. So He's definitely a guy I would say is a match starting fires. <laughs> Who's your boy out of... Uh Utah, Utah. What's his name? Oh, Donovan Mitchell. Donovan yeah. Mitchell. He could be one of those. Guys. I like that
3: dude. He, I, I think, yeah, I really like that dude. And the fact that you've got Mike Conley over there to like push him harder, uh-huh.
0: dude. I like him. I think Donovan might be pushing Conley at this point. Really, that's what it looked like. Oh, the few games that I watched, it looked like Donovan was the one talking to Conley. I mean, I think that's Donovan's team already. I think you're right. He, he could be that. Match type player, the spark. <laughs> Anything else from the week, Bo? How's family life going?
1: It's great. Living, you know, living it up.
0: Yeah. Everybody riding
1: bikes, riding scooters.
0: Everybody's okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. I personally got a lot of stuff done around the house this week. Speaking of getting things done around the house, there's a new season of Hoarders on Netflix. <laughs> if that's your thing.
1: How's your yard looking?
0: Oh, it's okay. I got some fertilizer down last week. It's greening up. There you go. I got a little weed pro. I got some weeds problems I need to take care of. <laughs> a
3: lot of people got some weeds problems. <laughs> I wouldn't say it's a problem, honey.
0: <laughs> yeah. That new seasonal hoarders is out of control, though. This is like the worst cases I've ever seen in my life. Dude, my girlfriend's neighbor is a hoarder and a bad hoarder. Oh,
3: no. Oh, it's gotten to the point to where they have they have these, like, feral cats just running around, literally, and, like, it's oh. it's bad. Dude, one of their whole cars, the entire car, except for the driver's seat, is filled to the entire top with mm-hmm. trash. I swear to God. So then, like, I went over there and looked one day. I was like, is this real? And then now they have another car. That car, everything in the back seat so, basically, you can only sit in two two seats in one car and one seat in the other car. Literally. And then I went into the backyard. They have a car in the backyard that's filled up with trash.
0: Nah, you ain't allowed to do that. That's against code. Dude, like that's what I'm thinking. And they live right by Stonebridge Golf Course. You can't have cars in the backyard full of trash. You can't. Nah. <laughs> Dude, I mean, so here's the
3: deal. I was, I was actually on the way in here. I was talking to a lawyer about And I was just kind of just... You don't need a lawyer. Well, he's coming on our radio show, though. Oh, shout, okay. shout out, Lawyer Bill. But uh, <laughs> but, anyways, he said, I asked him, and he was like, dude, you have to go and talk to like the city ordinance about that. The problem is that nobody wants to go in nobody's house right now because of the damn COVID-19. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I don't know. You yeah. may get coronavirus, or you're going to get st- staff for <laughs> going in their house. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I'll tell you, with the cats, it's better to have cats than rats. But That's true,
3: but, you know. Yeah. It can be just as pissed. I go, I, I, I go wash my car. I go stay the night over at her house. I come back, and I've got fucking prints from cats all over my car. Yeah. Like, all over. Like, I mean, they're going to start noticing. They're like, well, we had 15 cats last week. Now we've got six. What's happening to these things?
0: <laughs> you called animal control, obviously. You know who lives across the street?
3: You know who lives across the street? Who that? The, bug the, bug the, the bug man. The bug man. Yeah, the exterminator
0: okay why don't he just go ahead and just drop some
3: little pellets and shit (laughs) in the little
0: cul-de-sac and see what happens to are you implying you want to poison i'm not saying anything i'm
3: saying that like there's 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 weeds growing in the middle of the cul-de-sac he needs to get rid of (laughs) (laughs) damn it's cold man you know i'm not insinuating anything we love animals just get off my fucking car
0: and we won't have a problem yeah, you could probably uh, get in touch with somebody to have them all fixed, like captured, fixed, and released. That way, at least they won't multiply more. We
3: need to get the owners
0: fixed so they don't multiply more. Yeah, they had, they should have some sort of responsibility to it as well.
3: I was actually watching Intervention earlier because you were talking about hoarders. It was on Hulu, mm-hmm.
0: and like I was watching Intervention. They uh, need intervention. What's the, the point? Of, the whole point of that show is to like surprise them that they're on intervention right mm-hmm. <laughs> i think that's the whole point of that show. <laughs> it's to trick them into getting interventioned right <laughs> let's see next week is the tiger woods phil mickelson golf tournament obviously we're a little light on nba news this week so i'm kind of branching out a little bit tiger woods is teaming up with peyton manning And Phil Mickelson is teaming up with Tom Brady and they're going to play a best ball golf tournament for charity. They're going to try to raise at least $10 million, which is for COVID-19 relief. That's good stuff. Right. I think that's going to be on TNT or TBS or something like that. It's on Sunday, May 24th in the afternoon, 3 PM Eastern afternoon. Uh, That's going to take place in Florida. The medalist Golf Club in Hope Sound Florida I'm sure it's a very nice place <laughs> so that's something on TV that'll be more live sports to look forward to next week a little more golf action Bo will not be watching Laddie might I will yeah I'll be watching I'll watch definitely but... definitely not watching <laughs> I watch I, I put it on at work I'll kind of be watching it while I work because i work every sunday right anything else you guys got anything that you want to contribute
1: yeah i listened to a podcast it was pretty awesome
0: nice it was uh, called house of hoops
1: oh well, there's that and uh in addition to house of hoops once i've finished that <laughs> i listened to wind of change which the whole thing's on spotify right now
0: Wind of change. have you guys heard of that one Laddie's whistling at me. I don't know what this is by the Scorpions. He's whistling this, this, the song. The song Uh-oh. is called "Wind of Change" by the Scorpions. <laughs> I mean, it sounded familiar,
1: but.
0: <laughs> now he's singing. Bo, was uh, tell us more.
1: Uh, so this journalist he he overhears a rumor from someone with from with inside the CIA that the "Wind of Change" was written by the CIA to help overthrow the soviet union during the cold war
3: wait the song yeah holy shit man that's awesome
1: it's the it's about i think it's an eight episode series on apple they only have one episode but on spotify they have the whole thing
0: it's like a conspiracy or something
1: yeah you guys should listen it's 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 amazing
0: that does it have
3: the lyrics down on gonky pond Talks about it, really?
1: It's crazy.
0: How long are the episodes?
1: Uh, forty-five, fifty minutes. Okay. So That's, you you probably wonder how I can listen to a, po- a whole series long podcast, but I can't watch TV.
0: I'm a little curious. <laughs> <laughs> what's the uh, uh I, yeah? What's the secret? Yeah,
1: I I I go for a I run a lot, so when I go for a run, I can listen to a podcast. Okay. That's my one and my outlet away from sense. the house.
0: That makes sense. I get that. I can relate to that. <clears throat> I uh, listen to podcasts when I'm out in the yard doing yard work yeah. or whatever.
1: Or if I'm doing the dishes sure. or cleaning up around the house, yeah.
3: Yeah, yeah. I got a um, – this weekend I, I got a, well, two things, but one of them – I got a new hat, Jeff. Okay. This is the North Face. I went to Bass Pro to look for like a bag, whatever. I've been carrying around. I have this little North Face bag here. This is like – you know, a little bag, especially like again, it's a merce Yeah, pretty much. But basically it's, it's more like a, uh, it's like a fanny pack, but like a bigger one that you can put with your, it was, I wear it as a shoulder thing because with COVID-19 and stuff, I have like my mask, my, all my
0: stuff in there. You it's know, It's a hippie gear bag.
3: Pretty much. Yeah. 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 <laughs> anyways. So I end I end up looking for new ones over at Bass Pro. And then I went to like the, their North face section and they had a lot of jackets on clearance. Uh-huh. So, dude, I got a North Face pullover for 30 freaking dollars. Is that good? Hell yeah, there, it's 120. Oh, okay. It, it's, yeah, it's pretty sick, dude. So I was like, okay, cool. I'll get this and a hat. So I walked away with like basically 70 bucks. It's, it's, it's a good price. And North Face has really good stuff.
0: Did you get a bag?
3: No, they didn't have any bags. So <laughs> well, I went online yeah. and, and I, the bag that I want is pretty popular. And so anyways, they sold out online. So I figured I'll just check out the store since they reopened, you know. All right. And uh, so I did that. So, yeah. So, Bo, I know it gets cold up there, man. If you want us to run to the store and get you something, man.
0: Right. I can ship it with your coffee mug.
1: Oh, yeah. I got a house of hoops coffee mug. Yeah. Do you even well, know about the mugs? I saw it on Instagram. Okay. I think I believe I like the photo. I don't know.
3: Um, And then the other thing, I saw, I saw a show this week. This is so weird. I don't want to get – well, I guess I'll get into it. But, like, so – a long, oh, I don't know how to even start it, but basically a friend of mine that I went to high school with in middle school with in Texas, she, this girl was brutally murdered. Right. Oh. And I, I know it's crazy. It's crazy anyways, but it got so big that they made three podcast episodes about it and four television shows about it and cosmopolitan, the, the magazine, the, the basically the, the female magazine, they did a whole spread about it. Now, long story short, she was working at, in Bethesda, Maryland at a Lululemon store. Her coworker actually was a soccer star at Stony Brook University. All right. The girl gets kicked off this team at Stony Brook for stealing. Long story short, years later, she's working over, over at this store, this Lululemon, and my friend's working there, and she's the manager. They have a policy that when whoever leaves, they have to check each other's bags for no stealing. It's just policy. It's what they do since day one. All right. Come to find out, my friend looked into this girl's purse and said, dude, you have tags on here. Why? And So they got into kind of an argument. Oh, God. My friend calls the other manager and says, hey, did she buy this? She said she did. She's like, no, she didn't purchase anything from me. Next thing you know, she's about to walk out the door. The other girl leaves. And then right before my friend's locking up, she says, oh, I forgot my wallet. And then she went in there, brutally murdered, stabbed, hit, lacerated my friend 335 times. My God. And then, so the girl staged, she killed my friend, put her in the back closet, staged the murder and said that two guys went in there and, and basically raped both of them and killed her and let her live.
2: Oh God. So
3: here's, what's crazy. It was, I want to say it was around like in March sometime, a few years back, a few years back. So I was, we've been in quarantine, you know, like the anniversary came up and I saw it on Facebook or whatever. Well, anyways, one of her Facebook posts, someone posted something on it recently this past week. So I was like, Well, wow, I'm gonna do some research. I go to Wikipedia and I type it in. It's all over Wikipedia. And anyways, there's a show called Snap, S N A P P E D. They did a dramatization about it, and it was on certain different podcasts. Mm. And it was so weird. Yeah. Like I never thought that I would know someone who would get so such i mean you know it's an it very it's horrible obviously but it got that much national attention
0: yeah that's weird That's very strange it is i know I was, wild. yeah
3: sorry i threw it in there but it,
0: it's I mean, you know what else are we gonna talk about <laughs> but no that's cool man i mean
3: yeah you j- buy whatever you want. but it's just so weird though, and then so Williams, you go back to these different stories, right? And they do different stories about the murder. One focused up on the girl who snapped, other ones focused on my friend and how she loved life and what she was doing and yada yada. Yeah. but it's just kind of so crazy how real life is and how we just and, and literally how small the world is when you think about certain things, you know
0: Yeah, that sounds like a small thing that happened that could have been avoidable. But there also sounds like she may have some like mental issues,
3: right? So her fam, so the girl's family, the girl who killed my friend, my friend's name was Jana, and the other girl's name is Brittany, and Brittany's family ended up going to the police, and so the girl got convicted of murder with no possibility of parole. Yeah, so that's great. So her family's from Texas; that's where I knew her, uh-huh. and so they said, "All right, well the the verdict came. What do you think?" And it showed her whole family; they're all standing there, and they're on national TV, and they were like. We respect Maryland law. We respect the judge's decision and the outcome of it. Yeah. But basically they're from Texas, eye for an eye.
0: Yeah, they they wanted
3: they wanted a murder. Death, com- or they wanted, death yeah. sentence. they yeah. that's what they wanted. Um, but with that, uh, it was it's just so different watching all that happen. You're like, man, dude,
0: I sat behind her in class. Like we were friends. Yeah, that's, you know? Yeah, that's wild, man. I mean, you never know what somebody's capable of. You start running around. Meddling in people's business or pissing people off—you just never know how far that's going to go. Brother and
1: Jana,
3: my friend, she was a hell of an athlete.
0: She was fantastic athlete. That must have been—I mean—that's such a terrible scenario. Just to, like immediately, my mind goes to so, like trying to picture it, and it's weird. It was, it was so, so weird. terrible way to go, man. It, it yeah, it is really bad. But
3: it was just weird. I was just like, happened to look at it, then just did some research, and then next thing you know, it's just out there. So kind of like what you're saying, Bo about these podcasts. Like I had, I'm sitting here whistling the song and you're telling me that it's literally about that song. Yeah. I don't know. So if you want something, why don't you go watch that? What's it called again? Uh, yeah. It, I saw it. It was called snapped, snapped, snapped. Okay. Yeah. And it was, uh and, uh, and, it was they have different stuff. It just talks about people. It's like stories about people who lose their mind, lose okay. their shit. And then they go kill
0: somebody or whatever. And yeah, I could get into that dude. It's, it's actually really cool. Um, snapped all right down maybe i'll have something to say on it next week but uh, no promises because every time we say we're gonna it do was two,
3: 2011 the lululemon murder march 11th it was march 11th 2011 bethesda maryland uh talks about it so then you go it it talks about the injuries and all that stuff but then it goes through snapped 2012 is a television show they have a podcast uh my called one of them's called my favorite murder another one's called generation y Literally, dude. I mean, Jeff, I don't know if you can see this real quick, but all that is yeah. ab- all that is about the murder. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Podcast, 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 TV, film, television, television, television podcast, podcast, television, television.
0: Oh, uh, yeah, because it's like a crazy story. A lot of people have picked that up. That's crazy.
3: Right. And it was, it was, yeah, just kind of weird. So you just kind of never know.
0: All right, let's write the
3: movie. <laughs> <laughs> I, they had to have. I mean, they said a Lifetime did. Oh, okay. Lifetime Network. Of course they want to jump on it two thousand seventeen. So Oh, I'll never see that. (laughs) 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 There's actually one that happened uh two thousand there's two of them that happened March eleventh of twenty twenty. Literally. There's one that's a podcast called Today in True Crime. And then another one called One Thousand and One Crimes that also came out in twenty twenty. I'm telling you, man. I mean, it's a huge, huge story. you just weird. Just like, I never thought that I would know somebody like that. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, 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 you think about it. and then We're going to talk about this on my radio show uh, actually tomorrow. Uh, But do you know somebody famous? Are you related? Are you, excuse me, are you related to somebody famous?
0: Mm-mm.
3: You know, I went to high school with a kid who played for the New York Mets in San Diego Padres. Like that was, that's cool.
0: One of my bosses played for the Mets. One of my bosses was a 13 uh, year Major League Baseball player. He's a journeyman. Yeah, he played for a long time. What about you, Bo? You know anybody the, famous back in the eighties?
1: <laughs> uh, I don't know anybody famous, but my sister knows Nathaniel Ratliff, the musician.
0: Okay.
3: Oh yeah, Nathaniel Ratliff and the Night Sweats. Yeah. Wow, that's pretty cool.
0: I know a few. Yeah, try- yeah I know a few people. You know, just by association and living in this town. But right, I don't. Uh, not somebody that I would call up and hang out with or ask to be on the podcast. Can I tell you
3: a story, a true story about what we were just talking about? All right. So, we live in Memphis, and who who's the biggest star to come out of Memphis recently? Uh, I don't know. Justin Timberlake. Okay. All right. So, Justin's getting big and this. He's already left NSYNC, and he's already doing his own solo stuff, and he's getting huge. So, it's about 2008, 2009, and... 2007 to 2009 and anyways i'm producing the morning show over at 107.5 and one of our hosts at the time carson he does a he does a bit and he says hey justin timberlake's here if you can get justin timberlake to call the radio station i will give you a thousand dollars all right that's what we want so next thing you know people are trying to call saying well i know him i went to school with them yada yada nobody can get him on the phone so the afternoon dj decides to take that bit and run with it and he goes yeah if you can get justin timberlake on the phone i'll give you a thousand dollars whatever you know that's the bit whatever yeah this girl freaking calls and goes yo he's my cousin i'm gonna get him on the phone Mm -hmm. right so next thing you know justin calls the fucking radio station (laughs) out of the blue like 20 minutes later Mm -hmm. he gets a phone call and he's like hello cute he's like hey what's up this is uh justin timberlake you know I'm, i'm whatever's cousin and the the Mid the afternoon DJ's like, oh hold on, we got Justin Timberlake on the phone and trying like clown, you know, and the guy he's like, no, man, I'm seriously, I'm Justin Timberlake, dude. Like, you know, yeah. he doesn't believe him, right to a point. <laughs> then finally he was like, oh, what's your middle name, Justin Timberlake? Just being a douchebag, right? Yeah. Next thing you know, it's literally Justin Timberlake. So he was like, so what's up with the money? And then in the afternoon dude, <laughs> he didn't. Say, what's he, up with the money? Yeah, he thought that the morning guy was gonna flip the bill for this he goes no dude that's only on my show if he comes if he calls me on my show i'll flip that money he called on your show you owe him a thousand (laughs) dollars needless to say justin timberlake has not called our radio station since
0: (laughs) yeah i i saw him outside the celtic crossing once and said some words he didn't like he got in my face i thought we were gonna fight for a second but i was with uh some of my boys and i think he Realized pretty quickly he was outnumbered. He just kind of, like, laughed it off and walked away.
3: <laughs> what you, would you say to him?
0: I was checking on him. He was on the cover of Rolling Stone that month, and uh, I said something like, nice fucking Rolling Stone cover or something. <laughs> or something along the lines of nice Bruce Springst- uh, Bruce Springsteen ripoff or something. Oh, wow. He didn't like it. Wow. <laughs> 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 he got up to my face, and then, like, the... Uh, my friends I was with over behind me just laughing like we're all hammered pretty, pretty swirly at the time yeah it's pretty good though right he, he just walked off he didn't want none
3: I mean if you're gonna go to jail it's gotta be for a good reason you know people are like what are you in for stealing a car burglary I called Justin Timberlake a bitch and he hit me <laughs> oh yeah he
0: basically goes oh yeah don't remind me and then like laughed and walked off <laughs> that's funny yeah it was pretty funny
1: he's been on a few Rolling Stone covers it looks like
0: yeah, it's the one where, where, where he had the wet shirt and the guitar strapped on his back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's like a Zoolander,
1: like when Zoolander is doing a photo shoot.
3: Right. Wait, Jeff, do you have that?
2: Is it
0: a poster of that on your wall? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Zoolander? No, Justin. No, you know, Justin she, Timberlake with yeah. his wet shirt. Wet right. T-shirt. I'll be honest, man. I was never really a fan of his music. Really? Not really. A fan of fr- Derrick? Uh, there-
1: of Derek Zoolander or Justin
0: Timberlake? I'm totally confused. I, Both?
3: <laughs> you know, it's so weird, though. I mean, like, I, I, it's so weird how we went from this. But the fact that the guy actually has longevity about that, you know, after it, with his Instinct days and he's still continuing it, you know, a lot of people don't have that. You can ask those other dudes what they're doing. And no, they're he's just,
0: talented. He's yeah. done very well for himself. Yeah, yeah.
3: I have a friend of mine I went to high school with. It, he's been who's his personal assistant for years, years, which is – Not
0: a bad job. no. You know, keeps you employed. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, hey, if you're about that, uh, I don't know. I'm not not a big top 40 guy in the first place. Yeah. And then that boy band shit. (laughs) I'm I'm not down with it.
3: Come on, don't lie, dude. What's your favorite NSYNC song? Come on. I couldn't name one. What's your
0: favorite Backstreet Boys? Don't know them. (laughs) I've heard of like Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. He's out there doing his thing. I've heard of that. I know what that is. Marky Mark, that's fantastic. New Kids on the Block, I remember them. I think my sisters went to see them in concert at some point. I
3: don't know. That
0: stuff's for like teenage girls, dude. It is for teenage girls. Here's the deal: Marky
3: Mark was supposed to be the sixth member of New Kids on the Block, and something happened. He was in jail instead. He was no. I think he was too damn young. I think he was like he was so young, and then they're like, "No, we're just gonna continue without you." And then he's like, (laughs) "Okay." And you think about it, he's probably had a better career than all of them because he did that yeah. Marky Mark and then he went straight to do movies, which
0: yeah. I think he's a great actor. Uh, Yeah, he can be. Yeah. In the right role. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. Uh, He's had good ones and bad ones. He's pretty good in Ted. <laughs> yeah, that's a goofy ass movie. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, comedies. Can't go wrong. And, uh, yeah, that was a well-made movie. Well-scripted. Yeah. I think so. Bo, well, you got anything else for us this week?
1: Uh, did you guys see the Spencer Dinwiddie thing? No,
0: I didn't. Tell me.
1: He he did he did a put out a GoFundMe. Wanted to raise twenty four million dollars. So if he if he met that goal, then he would let the it was a it was a uh, fan sourcing where he his free agency. So he would sign a deal with. I guess, I'm assuming a minimum deal with whatever team the fans wanted him to go to. But he has since deactivated the GoFundMe campaign after only raising a thousand dollars.
0: Huh. I wonder. So, so he's twenty four million dollars short. I wonder what happened there. Yeah, it was, it was his own thousand dollars he put into it. <laughs> Must have been some sort of conflict of interest there.
1: Yeah, I don't I don't I don't quite understand it.
0: Yeah, I me mean, neither. Laddie, did you watch that Seinfeld no, I, I need to this week, actually. I heard it was decent, so I need no, to check that out. Well, I'll give you another week then. All right. One thing I want to say before we leave is I want to thank Michael James for all the Grizzlies posters and Grizz stuff. Appreciate that, buddy. I've been meaning to thank him for a couple few weeks now, and I, I always, we always end up talking about something random, and I forget. But uh, thank you, MJ. Appreciate that. Uh, I got some of the stuff framed up on the walls. Looks good. Over this week. Yeah. Kind of danced up the studio a little bit. I don't really have a whole lot else. You know, Uh, there's no reason to drag this podcast out any longer. I think uh, we had a good time. I appreciate everybody being here. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Bo, thanks a lot for coming on. Yeah. Appreciate you taking time out of your busy day for us laddie thank you for coming over thank you sir appreciate you no problem thank you if anybody wants to get at us you can find us on twitter at house of hoops that's h-a-u-s of hoops and we're on instagram at house of hoops podcast other than that have a good week you know
4: you (laughs) motherfucker.